looked up without recording. Yeah. Just make sure. Okay, good. All right, and we're going to get started. So this is the Simple Joe Show. Thank you for listening, and thank you for telling a friend. Uh, hopefully you tell everyone that you know about my podcast, and if you need to reach me, you need to find me. I usually am in the Metro Detroit area watching um, other comics, or um, my Instagram is underscore Simple Joe underscore, and all my latest uh, Apple uh, podcast you can find in the bio so uh without further ado we have nikki Gla- no oh wait <laughs> we don't have uh we have L- Lindsay Rendell. Min- Min- oh that's mm-hmm, it that's mm-hmm. it damn i'm horrible with names no me too it's fine yeah <laughs> so before you you came here i was watching and i just turned off it was a documentary on a sculptor out of poland and his name is uh, Zakolski. Very, very interesting. And he had this punk rock type of attitude towards it. And he had he he made this big stru- structure, and he was showing people. And this one guy had a cane, and he put the cane on this on the sculpture. He uh, didn't take that very well, so there was a stairwell right near it, and he mm-hmm. pushed him down the stairwell. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fuck you, man." For, yeah. for doing that to my beautiful piece. How old was this guy? Um, like some old man that he just pushed on the stairs. Well, well he, <laughs> he, that was in his younger days when he when he was actually a starving artist. He would go weeks on end without eating anything. No, how how old was the other dude with the cane? Uh, th- probably older. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I would say so. <laughs> probably injured him. Probably hurt him. Pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just had this "I don't give a fuck" type attitude, and that's. I mean, I think we need more of that. Yeah. In in this in today's society and and uh definitely in the comedy game for sure. Yeah. You know, push the boundaries. See see what you uh maybe uh piss people off, you know, or, or offend some people. I do that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not intentionally. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's planned. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean it's just hard not to offend anybody. It's almost impossible, I think. It really is. Yeah. yeah. If you think about it, I mean, you're going up there and you're just basically telling your life and your story and yeah a lot of that stuff can get pretty in detail and depth yeah 2018 is like uh as sensitive as uh my vagina yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so pretty yeah, yeah. so very sensitive. very yes. okay all right all right <laughs> <laughs> so let's see um how long you've been in comedy um i'm i'm pretty new uh i've only been doing it for about five or six months Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you like it so far? I mean, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Fun? I love it. Uh, I love it. I hate it. It's terrifying. It's fun. I I don't know. It's a very weird, weird uh, mixture of emotions and experiences. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to have um, uh, uh, thick skin. Yeah. Yeah. Know? For sure. Which uh, I haven't always had. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not easily offended by any means, but uh, but as far as like, you know, uh, everybody hates me and uh, and I suck. That sort of thing like is hard to uh to get over, but it's uh you know it's helping obviously. So mm-hmm. so yeah, it's yeah good. yeah yeah. It's uh. So what's your writing process like? Uh, 
a lot of it. Um, I, uh, I have a a binder and I also have a notebook and then I have a bunch of like loose, loose papers in there and, uh, it goes with me everywhere. And then I'm taking notes on my phone and, uh, I was writing for, I've always been, uh, you know, kept a journal. So, um, and I'm a very open person, so I, f- I feel like it, it was just kind of like natural for me, the writing process mm-hmm. anyway. Um, but uh, it took me like probably almost two years to uh, actually do it. So, so yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, that's uh, it, people don't realize the simple fact of reading, writing, and getting your thoughts out. Yeah. You know, uh, Stephen King wrote that book and he was telling uh talking about his process and what he goes through and like the 10 steps that you should take uh through writing and he said if you're gonna write you gotta read yeah yeah you know it's it's all it it goes with each other maybe that's why i'm not not a very good writer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a missing a whole step here yeah i know i it's, yeah. i'm more of like a, a podcast gal you know i i've uh had add my entire life so I've never really, I mean, not illiterate, but I've never really been able to, to read and to, uh, you know, keep that information without thinking about something that I did 10 years ago. Yep. And yeah. And that's my brain. And that's you know? where the meditation comes from. So you have to focus on what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. I can read a full page and I'm sure everyone's done this. You can read a lot, a full chapter maybe. Yeah. And, and go right no through No idea it. what I read. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not, and not, uh, no anything of what you what you read yeah which i mean is... it obviously depends on on what the topic is like um I, I hate to admit this but anything that's like smut mm-hmm. it'll you know grab my attention and and keep it um but that or you know like crime but other than that like anything that's like historical or things that i should be reading right uh, right right it just i get lost but that's why i really like podcasts whatever reason it just works with my add and I can, you know, uh, do other things while I'm while I'm listening, and somehow that I retain way more information that way. I don't know. So there's one that I would suggest to you because you're kind of hinting at two of these things. You're saying that you want a a book that would kind of um, uh, learn about something, a subject, mm-hmm. and but you you said you mainly like fiction and that's that stuff, right? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you were to combine, and then you said you also like podcasts. So yeah. if I were to suggest one to you that is one of the best history podcasts I've ever listened to, it's called Hardcore History. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, See, okay. It's not, yeah. it's not the, it's not the historical thing that I can't retain. It's more of just the reading. Like if I'm reading it, okay. I don't know. It grabs my attention more if I'm listening. So like the podcast thing, I have no issue with, and I listen to a lot. Like, uh, have you listened to? Uh, Stuff you should know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good or ninety nine percent invisible. Yes, that's a good yep. one. Big, yeah, just big weird podcast shit. Fan. What's that? <laughs> I said I'm a big podcast fan. Yeah. Oh no, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hopefully. So do you? Hopefully you would be. <laughs> I'm obsessed with both. I don't know what I'm more obsessed with, uh, uh, podcasts or comedy. Yeah, right now, same because it's kind of one and the same. It, yeah. Sort of, you know. Um, do you have any favorite comedy podcasts? Uh, your mom's house. Nice. Um, yes. And uh, uh, Tuesdays with stories. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's a great with, one. With uh, Mark Nor- Mark Norman here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wacky dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love him. <laughs> I would totally bang him. Bang the shit out of him. And Joe List. That, that's really. Any, yeah. Joe tall, List has got like a tall, big head. Scrawny. Yeah. 
weird features. Yeah, I, I all see. About that. I see Mark Norman. I see. He's kind of. A, I could see that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. more like classically attractive. But I, I'm all about that. Like, kind of awkwardly gangly. Used to be a nerd in high school. Is still kind of a nerd, but he's like cool. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh. And he seems like he gets laid a lot. <laughs> I mean, through what? Who? If if everything that what he says. Mark Norman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on yeah. radio shows and podcasts and stuff is true. He he's like const- like going into uh you know because he tours goes go goes into cities mm-hmm. does his show and then just gets laid right afterwards. Does a lot of shrooms. Uh yeah no but he's got like a lady friend now so. Oh wow okay. Yeah, I stalk him. Yeah yeah I, I guess so yeah yeah it's pretty easy to do that in in this day and age. You oh know? yeah yeah. Where uh I usually am pretty upfront about that if I ever meet someone and I know too much about them I'll mm-hmm. be like yeah I definitely looked at your instagram a lot so i'm just gonna bring up a bunch of questions yeah that you're probably familiar with yeah and uh yeah it usually goes pretty well because i mean if it's out there and you're not have a private account well what do you want a right. person to do right i mean that's kind of the point it's like natural yeah, yeah i don't i usually keep that to myself but then like try to you know uh weird them out by by uh giving them uh you know like um Oh, I saw that you were at this place last week. Or right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were at the Lions game and you got a beer spo- uh, spilled on you. It's like, <laughs> how the fuck did you know that? What? <laughs> I was actually sitting behind you. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> right. So, um, what else? What else do we have? Um, any? Uh, let's see. Your mom's house. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy, that creepy guy, um, that, that that's been going around that every show they pretty much bring up that guy and he met this girl at the gym oh and then has that Morning video Julia. yeah that's yeah. it yeah i yeah. literally just listened to that today yeah. or watched that today <laughs> it's one of my very favorite things i had a, a similar experience uh through the stalking thing and um and so it, it really hit home for me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so you had a video sent to Not or a video, text or a call? It was it was a series of texts. Uh, I met Jesus. him on Tinder, and uh, he it I, in the Good Morning Julia uh, video. He even is like, you know, I, I'm sorry if uh, if this creeps you out. So he's like aware that he's being creepy, and the dude that I met on Tinder um, was also, and so he would like send me like uh, twelve texts in a row, and then be like. Uh, I know I'm being really overwhelming. I'll leave you alone. I know that I'm freaking you out. And then like an hour later, it'd be like, so what was your first time like when you uh, did stand up? Like just completely, you know, just avoids knowing that he's creepy and uh, like he can't control it. And then <laughs> and then just continues on. Jeez. Yeah. What is, what is the magic thing? It's uh, after three texts, if you don't get a response, you're basically talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> I would I would agree with that. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty intense. Uh, it's still kind of happening, and a lot of my friends are like, "Well, you know, I, I'm not a blocker. Like, I won't. I've only blocked one person, um, my ex, that I just didn't have control over, not texting, <laughs> like trying to get booty calls or whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, so I've never blocked anybody aside from him, and so my friends were like, "Well, just block him, obviously." I'm like, yeah, but. A, it's kind of flattering. <laughs> right. He's got a l- lot of nice things to say about me. And also, it's really amusing. Yeah. I, I mean, as creepy as that guy is on your mom's house, there is something about that that uh, 
every single one of us was trying to impress the opposite sex at some point. It's just that he doesn't know his barriers, which is, you know. Yeah, and also, I mean, no one should feel that intense about someone that they haven't really even had a conversation with, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's almost fantasizing about what could happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Which I think is, uh, like, uh, infatuation, (laughs) I Mm -hmm. believe. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just so accessible nowadays, too. Like, yeah. Whatever happened to the days of stalking, like uh, like being a peep and Tom or whatever, you know, right, now, right. now you can do it just by looking at social media, like you were saying. Yeah. Seinfeld has a good joke about that when you get like the honk or you get uh, the, the whistle yeah. when they walk by. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, men have no idea how to talk to women. So this is the, is the best thing that they could come up with. Right. You know, <laughs> if I honk at her four yeah. times, surely <laughs> she's going to pull over. <laughs> right. You know, I feel like that the catcalling type stuff would work if you're out of Boston you know like they have that heavy Boston oh, accent I hate the and Boston accent actually yeah. it would never work with me yeah I don't know no no, no I don't wow. like it on that's a girl, like one of the I, accents that I don't I think it's kind of attractive like. if a girl yeah because it it just seems to me it's more um a lot of them are blue collar and a lot of them work hard so it just it it places that in front of me D- women they, just in general in Boston you think yeah. 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 And like more dominating. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Like the Leah Remini. It's the of, accent of the... though that I just don't, I can't, I, the personality. Yeah, for sure. Like, isn't that where Bill Burr is from? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get that. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it's almost like uh smoked three packs of cigarettes, but without the, the voice of doing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I do get you that. Uh huh. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of accents. The uh, the southern one is pretty uh, is probably one of the biggest. I would say. In yeah, the for men, for men, I feel like it works a little more than with. Well, I guess a southern bell, you know. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah, and and th- yeah, there's so so many different ones. And if you go overseas and you go to Europe, there's so many different ones there as well that we wouldn't be able to you know to really recognize yeah um yeah it's funny that there's also stigma with the accent you know like uh like a southern accent you kind of immediately have that like uh kind of flighty or like uh like you uh, immediately assume like their political party and you Mm -hmm. know like what kind of person that they are just by just by their accent Mm -hmm. yeah rogan has a good joke about that with uh with um at the accents and he's like Try to do a California accent. Oh no! Oh wait, there isn't. A, there isn't one because all of us talk normally, you know, with right. with no accent right. at right. all. <laughs> Everyone that has an accent thinks that that's like the 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 only one, right? Or like the the uh, it's kind of like religion, you know. Like, well, this is the right one, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a Seattle accent. Upper that upper corner, like Oregon, Seattle. Well, I mean, Washington. it's an it's an accent to somebody. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's different when you when you go around because I'm a, I'm a truck driver, so uh, for my first year, I went to California and everywhere in between. I've only not driven through and been to four states, and when you go to these different states, oh, yeah. not been to four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it. it's that upper corner, like Washington, Montana. Yeah. North South Dakota. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, kind of shocking sometimes when you uh, when you hear people talk and because I'm traveling, I don't really realize where I am. Yeah, because you're yeah. not really like stopping. You're just kind of traveling through. Is right. That what you mean? Right. Or, right. Yeah. yeah. If you if you drive 500 miles in a day, I mean you can you can cover some ground. A lot, a lot, and a lot of meth too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, um, the lot lizards, because I know you're probably gonna ask me about that too. What's a lot lizard? What really? Whoa. Okay. Sorry. Well, hey guys, uh, we have uh the very first female guest on the wow. show, the wow. first one. So this is this is pretty groundbreaking. Wow. Right now. Dang, I'm I feel and, privileged. Uh, oh yeah. For the first time. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm glad you're here. And also, she has no idea what a lot lizard is. So let's uh, let's um, give her some knowledge here. Wait, so, can I guess? Can I guess first? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is it uh, a woman that hangs out to uh, waiting for truckers? Well, uh, you're 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 almost there. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it? All right. I don't know. I was Prostitute. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. That hangs, well, that hangs yeah, out the, a at sex truck worker? stops. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> Did I have the I, wrong I'm name? I'm offended. Yeah, geez. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I've only seen one that that would hang around because I think what so I was right. What's I that? I mean, I didn't say it quite right, but but yeah. So it's a, like a sex worker waiting for that truck dick. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And and now you don't see as many because there's Backpage. There's all these different apps that you can go to, and so a lot of them just go to the truck stop meet them at their truck tell them you know like what's to make and all that stuff and then they knock on the door and that's it okay yeah yeah but i was gonna say yeah usually i mix coke and meth and then i get a lot lizard okay and she usually delivers the drugs that i'm doing for that day uh well that makes sense yeah 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 i mean cut out the middleman i just want i want two thing two birds with one stone yeah getting getting two birds stoned at once yeah yeah (laughs) exactly got it no, it's uh, I usually take caffeine pills, okay. which keeps me stimulated, and uh, it's I, apparently just as safe as coffee, but right, right. I don't know. Yeah, it usually does it for me. Now I'm to the stage, so okay, I'm gonna explain a phenomenon to you, and we'll see what you think of it. So, Stink Fist is a song by Tool. Okay. In the song, they talk about going going fist in first right and then going uh elbow deep okay then going shoulder deep you held your uh your hand wrong it's not like a a pound no no it's more like a um you know uh you you hold your hand out straight and you kind of like like taper the fingers so that it goes in easier oh yeah yeah yeah. i've never actually done done it it. i've never done it i've just (laughs) seen a lot of porn (laughs) that's yeah yeah i don't think you could get the fist in wolf I mean, first off. Yeah, yeah. first. Yeah. You got to kind of taper it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's that. So, yeah, you you go you go shoulder in. So shoulder deep. Yeah. So this is so this is the effect of life. So when you first do something, you get in a little bit. You get your feet wet. Okay. You see what the surroundings are like. Yeah. Then you get really deep in. (laughs) So you're you're up to the elbow. So now you have some experience, but you're still kind of shaky, and you still don't know everything. Okay. Now you're up to the shoulder. The shoulder deep is the encompassing of knowing and mastering something, 
and then also taking. I don't think you can be shoulder deep in a butthole, though. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> logistically, this doesn't make sense, no. but in life, it does. <laughs> so with my throws with coffee, getting mm-hmm. back to that, okay. Um, I am so far in that if I don't have consume some uh, on a daily basis, I end up getting inve- developing a bad headache. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say that I'm shoulder deep right now okay. in, the, in the caffeine and coffee and anything that stimulates me. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I've been prescribed Adderall and Ritalin since I was uh, very young. And now when I don't take it, um, my brain just feels like mush. Like I, I wish that I wouldn't have never like started because... How early did you start? Um... I think I was uh, I was on and off. So I think I was uh, prescribed it when I was in like sixth grade or something. Seventh okay. grade took took it for, you know, a couple years. And then uh, when I was younger, I actually didn't like the way that it made me feel. Um, it gave me, you know, I just felt anxious and uh, a little bit like, um, you know, uh, my appetite was gone. And, you know, it, it affected me a lot differently than it does now. And then um the times that I did need it probably uh in high school uh-huh. I didn't take it unless I was doing it like uh to get high so I would take like I would get my prescription filled take like four of those bad boys you know damn uh, yeah, damn yeah, yeah. yeah you got deep into it yeah I have a tolerance um but you know then I then I just stopped and then uh once I was working as a waitress um decided to start taking it again and now i just take it regularly and how you so you had that slow drip at a young age i wonder if that um sort of uh changed the developing stages of of what your reward systems might be or how you learn and how you think and it's uh well so basically the the way that i feel is that like when i do take it like uh I have clear pathways in in my brain. Mm-hmm. And when I don't take it, it feels like it's just really clouded and like spider web filled and uh you know can't can't process my wow. thoughts in the right way and yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that they'll throw you those things at such a young age, you know, doctors are just not giving them out like candy, but I mean they're they're pretty easy to prescribe people. Yeah, I feel and like nowadays it's really not. Like you kind of have to work for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think they're kind of cracking down a little bit, but yeah, you can you can still find doctors. I mean, if you really want it, you just go and do pharmacy shopping and just yeah, you go doctor to doctor to doctor, you know, and then right. you get four prescriptions for the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, how do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> there are ways. There are pretty shady doctors out there that will just. Oh yeah, you need to wake up. Okay, here, here you go. Yeah, actually, uh, one of. So I would say like three, four, four years ago, um, I really started to go, you know, going to therapy and, uh, the, when I started, you know, I went back on Adderall or whatever, um, I was suffering a lot with depression and anxiety and, you know, just kind of roller coasters or whatever. And, uh, he was very pill happy and he, it was probably the worst person to, to, uh, start with again, because I just kind of listened to him, you know, and uh, I was in a bad spot. So I'm like, yeah, fix me, you know, and I ended up getting serotonin syndrome because he put me on two different SSRIs Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it was not good. So now I'm very cautious. That kills your sex drive, doesn't it? 
the SSRIs. At least it did for me. I was like I said, I was in a bad spot, so yeah. I don't really know if it. You know, I, I don't know if I was. My sex drive is really weird. It goes on and off regardless. Yeah. So like, I'll just completely slut it out for like a month, and then I won't have sex for like you know six months and not feel like it. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Go through binges. Yeah, yeah, like everything else. No medium. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, a lot of comics have that, um, have, have that uh, addictive type personality where they do something and then they'll go crazy with it and then they'll stop. Yeah, no moderation. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, that always makes no me laugh ground. when people are like, "Just, just, why don't you just do a little? You know, why don't you just uh, find that moderation?" I'm like, "Yeah, thank you. That's a great idea. I don't know yeah. why I ever fucking thought of that." You right, know? right, right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, and. uh I was going to say, Henry, it's weird that you need the pill to feel aware and awake and, and normal. And, yeah. Yeah. With Henry Rollins, I don't know if you knew, but he was one of the poster childs for Ritalin when they very when they first developed it in the 60s. He was one of the first uh, kids to ever get it prescribed. And he said, "Ever not since not just housewives, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. Be yeah, it. I f- yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, that they would stay at home, and that was like the the model, the fifties oh, model. Yeah. yeah, was the was the uh, woman that stayed home. And there's only so much cleaning. There's only only so many things you can do around the house. And then yeah, no, I love that life. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I definitely am not going to say that it's an easy way to go you, about. You were a housewife. No, no, but I can I can see how how it would be troubling and it would be not as easy as people think. Yeah, I mean, especially know? if there's kids and and all of that. Yeah, uh, it also there's that thing of like not really having a purpose for your for yourself. It's more of like uh, like you don't have your own thing. It's basically like you you're just living for uh, for your husband and for your kids or whatever. And then and then what happens when? uh you know they leave the house you've got you're nothing (laughs) right you don't have any hobby you don't have any name for yourself except for just mom you know right right yeah no no actual job title you've got a lot of you got to wear a lot of different hats yeah or aprons yeah right (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah he so uh so since he did that he said he's had a, a lot of energy since since uh that prescription which is hasn't really tapered off for for him so it developed his brain into constantly being rewarded and Not maybe if after he was off of it is what you're saying yeah yeah that e- even now he has lasting effects from from taking it for for years or as a maybe kid. he just never needed it that's true yeah yeah i yeah. don't know i don't know i feel I guess there's, I mean, I, I guess I can only speak from, you know, my experience, but I feel like uh, it kind of trains your brain to work in a, in a way that that you can't find, you know, unless you are on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that I, I went through the throws with that with Xanax. Yeah. And to this day, I don't think that there's a better feeling than taking a full bar. That's... I mean, it just, it relaxes you, it warms your body. It makes you not really think about anything except for what's in front of you. You have, oh, you're so stuck in the moment. I am, I'm promoting this as, as if it's a really good thing, but I've been off of it for, I think maybe three years now. And you didn't take it like, cause I, I have a prescription for it, but mm-hmm. I, I, 
I'm not going to give it to you. So just <laughs> <laughs> I want <laughs> some. Come on. No. no, no, I feel like uh, for me, it's funny how people prefer different, you know, either an upper or a downer or mm -hmm. whatever. Like that is not fun to me. I, I don't like the feeling of, uh, you know, being sleepier than I already feel like I am. like to me taking a full bar would just I would just sleep like I wouldn't even get the to the high point. I'm a, I'm a strange one because I would take one before I went to the gym. That is strange. Yeah. It kind of like zen me out and had me, uh, like I said, I would focus into the situation Man, at hand. I don't focus at all when I'm on it. Really? Yeah. But I yeah. guess it's just our our brains are different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I romanticize about that maybe a little too much. That's, <laughs> and, yeah. That's and me I, and booze. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a romantic uh, relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can agree with that for sure. Are you one to uh, do an all day drink? Or no. I mean, there's nothing that I love more than being day drunk. There now, we go. All right. Yes. It's yes. not a very uh, productive way of living because. Right. Right. You know, you know your day's shot and you're like, well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, there's going to be a nap involved. How am I going to keep this going? And where, yeah. where's it going to stop? Where's it going to end? I mean, yeah, occasionally I will. If I'm having a good week, I, I will go uh, to downtown Detroit and just go from bar to bar, and get food and just like. You oh, know, it's the best. Just go around the city, walk around. Yeah. You know, people watch, do all that. Especially if you're hungover and then and then you start drinking. That's like. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing about it is that if you go hard with alcohol, the after you have the shakes. So then you have to go back to it. Yeah. I mean, and then replace right now, today, what you lost. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Not right. getting shit faced, but this beer is really going <laughs> to. It's going to go a long get way. Get me out of a couple binds. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, there's nothing like like a, a solid buzz. Like I, I've always said that if you're not really that good at something and you need to be kind of in that meditative state, if you have a full, for me, because I'm 230 pounds, so I'm a bigger guy, um, if if I have a full pitcher of beer, I'm a better bowler. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm in that in-between stage where I'm not uh, first drinking. Yeah. It's, but there's that buzz, and but I'm not drunk. Yeah. So it's like that good middle ground. See, that's uh, that's really hard for me because, um, again, no moderation. So it's all or nothing. And in theory, that's all I want is that like middle ground buzz. Mm -hmm. But then I, I in the moment, I'm like, well, I don't feel good enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially right. in comedy. I struggle with that a lot. Like I always think that I'm going to do a better set if I'm mm -hmm. drunk. Or just that, you know, just the perfect amount. Mm -hmm. But then I fuck it up and then I, you know. Right, right, right. I'm slurring all my words. Like, I hate listening back to a set where I'm just like, God damn it, I was so drunk. A little tip for you uh, if you're going to be touring. If you go to a comedy club and they have alcohol in the green room, mm -hmm. you're more than likely going to be paying for that. So that's not free. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they, they usually keep track of how much you're drinking. Like yeah. if you're a Burt Kreischer and you just go, you know, like crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you'll be paying for that at the end of the night. Interesting. Yeah. 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 And and that's also Sneaky. true with uh with um, um, with bands. And, you okay. know when they when they when they play a venue and they get you know just alcohol given to them. Yeah. It's not given to them. You're paying for that. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll they'll put they'll tack that on. Yeah, it's probably for the best for me because I'm a broke ass bitch. So <laughs> right, right. So I I can't get 
too wasted, you know, financially. <laughs> right, right. You well, you got to go to the right bars, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Or <laughs> there, take some roadies. There's a yeah, there, there's a there's a place right up here, at, uh, Gabriel's Lounge, and I w- I'm willing to say that if you're spending over twenty dollars, you're either dead or you're falling <laughs> over because it's so cheap there. I mean, you can get a sixteen ounce for like two bucks. Oh, don't tell me this. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna finish my Christmas shopping after this, but <laughs> yeah. well hey, why not spice it up, you know? Right, yeah. exactly. Just buy some weird ass shit for my family. Right. <laughs> you'll buy more and uh you'll you'll come in with a whole bag of gifts. I mean Yeah. You'll overbuy and everyone will be happy. Yeah, run out of gas on the way there, but you yeah, know right, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> so you can pull off the gift. Yes. That's a hard thing for some people. You know, a lot of times I try to not be obvious about it, but I try to remember what someone is into and what they might want mm-hmm. months before. Yeah. Months before. Yeah, me too. Well, I think that that's like the the thing about, uh, you know, gift giving on, at Christmas because it's like, you know, most people it's like, oh, shit, I have a week to do this. Uh, she likes makeup i assume she wears it so i'm gonna get this instead of like i just think that everyone all year round if they find something and gift it to that person i think that that means a lot more than like oh i feel obligated to get a gift for you, you right know? right yeah and and the uh the gift of uh of, of a bottle of liquor for me that's a good one yeah um, I, I usually give that to my dad yeah, I never know what the hell to buy him, and I'm like, well, he loves booze, so yeah. that's never going to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and and my family always shakes their head whenever I get a bottle because they know it'll probably be halfway gone or yeah, gone by the end of the night. Very encouraging. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a problem, and I know this is what you love, so I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, handing someone a problem. Yeah, yeah. Or getting to the level of of a Burt Kreischer or um, racism. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Racist comic, right? Yeah, He's yeah. a fat fuck. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Uh, doesn't wear shirts. I mean, who does he think he is? He I just gets up on stage, him. no shirt. I love him. Fuck is that? Um, yeah, his all things comedy with uh, something's burning. Oh, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, I know. Great I know. series. I know. Great I need series. To. Yeah, there's. There's I don't so know. much that I. There's need like a to... dozen of them out. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. Just cool. in general, like any comedian, I, I, I just. Like, uh, I get stuck in my, like, it's funny that you said Nikki Glaser because I love her so much. Nikki, yeah. Yeah. The, the glaze. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Although there is something uh, that I, I was listening to your mom's house and uh, she's always been one of my idols because, uh, you know, she's super like uh, ho positive and mm-hmm. uh, talks about, you know, just random hookups or whatever and just kind of takes the stigma out of women, you know. I'm willing to say that she's the female Jim Norton possibly you know yeah, i mean but, she doesn't care but she does not care right which is that's how i am however it was really disappointing because i saw her or i listened to her on your mom's house and she was talking about how she had only slept with like 10 you know less than 10 people or something and uh and she's sober and a lot of her sets are all about you know banging and getting drunk right. i don't know i just uh what you think she's kind of fake I don't know if it's just like the little experiences that she's had with it. She, you know, they're really good or has a lot of material in in it. Yeah. Um. I don't know if fake is the thing because it's still you know a positive thing. You know, so uh-huh. it's still good. Yeah. But um, I was a little hurt. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, she's very detailed. Like yeah. you said, yeah, she she hasn't hooked up with that many guys, but in those story in the the hookups that she has had, she's very detailed. She remembers everything about that. Yeah, little Love, nuances. Loves butt stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said that. I was I was shocked. I was laughing my ass off. She's like, yeah, I used to be in this relationship with a toxic guy, and a lot of times for the consequence, you'd be like. I'm going to fuck you in the ass. It's like, oh, okay. I've never heard a girl say that. That's, that's awesome. My favorite, one of my very favorite lines that she has ever said was when she was talking about one of her experiences uh, with, her, with her ex. I think it's probably the same one you're talking about. Um, and they, you know, were, whatever. She was uh, getting getting butt stuff. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, so she chat on him and... Uh, ran to the bathroom and was like mortified mm -hmm. and she was like crying and, and he, he was just really cool about it and was like you know yeah. if you play with fire you're gonna get burned right right and that was just so great to me i don't know i just thought that that was so funny yeah you got you got to remember to go through the proper channels when when dealing with that thing um animals yeah. you got to clean it out you got to make sure that you got to be prepped right you should probably not eat chicken alfredo before like a full plate right Probably how, not a good idea. But like, when do you plan <laughs> on things? You know, I, I just think it like takes the thrill out of it where you're like, hey, babe, we're going to do butt stuff in like three days. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to eat. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That w or, or is it the other way where you're looking forward to it because there's so many different steps involved? I guess it just depends on what you like. For me, I, I'm more of like in the moment, you know, wild card. Right. Uh, okay. I don't like to plan anything. Same with like uh, like hookups. Like uh, if you meet on Tinder and then it gets like, what do you like? Like it gets all sexual and it's like, well, now I have that obligation. Right. And I guess, I guess that's it too. Like I don't, what if it when it comes right down to it, I don't want you feel pressure. Fuck me in my butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been but we've been planning this for a week. Right. You know? There's a pressure there. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I, I feel like there's um, it's from cokeheads that I've listened to, and Joey Diaz is uh, unanimous for yeah, you know, doing coke for thirty years yeah, and Mark Marin was big into it. Mm -hmm. That the process of getting it was more of the high than actually cutting it up and putting it through your nose. Really? Yeah. The whole process of calling the guy, making sure he has it, and then going to his place, getting it, and then coming back, and then playing with it, and then finally cutting it up. The whole step procedure thing was better than the actual thing. Interesting, yeah. Because to me, that's anxiety. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about your your weed dealer, and then think yeah. about a coke dealer. Like that's it's, it's a completely different personality. Yeah. I, I would think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Shady. But, yeah, yeah. When you go to that guy's house, you don't know what's gonna happen. Right. You know? I mean, right. He definitely could have a gun on him and just say, "Give me, give me the money," and you're not getting anything. Right. I mean, so <laughs> did the the weed dealer, but that's I don't know. I feel not like nowadays. The, the weed dealer now, yeah, is is more kind of your friend. You know, yeah. he's like, all right, yeah, like he's cool, relaxed. Yeah, like Pineapple Express. Yeah, he wants you to be his friend. Right. 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 <laughs> Yeah, Mark Marin, man, he he went through the throes of that stuff. Holy shit! Yeah, wow. Yeah, there's a story of him and Sam Kinison doing a two night binge, two day binge. They didn't sleep for two days. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And Sam Kinison was a wild man. He said he had Mark Marin claims that for a year after that he had ringing and buzzing in his ears. Damn. Yeah, 
that alone would make you want to be yeah. sober. You know? <laughs> oh. That sounds terrible. It's so. Is it? Isn't it called the tinnitus when you have like the ringing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Huh. But uh, but to do that, you know, it's um, th- that would be. I I would love to do that. You know, oh, if, if Sam Kennison was still around, I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. I would awesome. do it with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need Sam. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Th- but these famous people, I mean, how cool would it be to be in in that room? You know, right type thing. Yeah, the conversations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're, all, you know, coked out. Right, right, yeah. right. I mean, all all those guys kind of had a problem with that, you know. And it's it's uh it's one of those things where I almost feel like addiction, if you were to 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 get someone out of it, is kind of like going into a cave and not having a light and pulling someone out, and you gotta kind of figure out how to get them out. But yeah. you're, you're, I don't know. I always, I always think of, of that when, they, when they're out of it, it's like they're, they're on the news. Like we pulled them out. We got them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like now they're clean. They're sober. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. But so for me, like I, I had to quit drinking for, uh, well, I didn't. So, well, I got a DUI, so I did have to. And then even after my DUI, I knew that, uh, it just was at that time I needed to be sober. I was just fucking up everywhere, you know, and it was all pretty much due to, you know, booze. But, um, I had like a terrible sober experience. (laughs) Everybody's like, I saw the light, you know, like what you're saying. And, uh, you know, I was much more clear headed. I was so happy. Um, you know, but for me, that was like the darkest place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that was right around the time, like I said, I was going to therapy, uh, that I had to start going to therapy. So like I was just in a bad spot. I was in a bad relationship. I was just in a bad spot. So I feel like if I were to redo it, then maybe it would be different, you know, Okay. being in a better, you know, brain space or whatever, headspace. Right, but, right, right. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they, they they say it's like a three week threshold. Once you get past the third week. Yeah, they it, say uh, that. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it just yeah, did not work for me. It, you, you flush everything out. You don't have anything in your liver. You're, you're sure. You know, yeah, I mean, sure. It believe me. Waking up in the morning and not being hover, hungover, yeah. and and you know, going through your phone and not seeing the nudes that you had sent, right? And, right. Uh, yeah, that's great. But but it didn't. The benefit of that, or you know, the positive, didn't really outright the the negative. Mm-hmm. Never leaving my house, not having any friends anymore. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's it's the weekends. I can't get past it. Like every Friday, after I get paid, it's like. I get tingly almost. It's like, yeah. all right, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna party today. Right, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Right, but um, yeah, I, I don't know if I see myself getting out of that. I mean, I started when I was seventeen, drinking every weekend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know if it I'll does ever definitely become it. habit. Just even even a routine, I would say, not necessarily habit. Like it just becomes such a, a normal routine that um you don't really realize that it, it like is it the booze that you're addicted to or is it the the routine of you know what you're doing the lifestyle the right. um you know the places that you go that you wouldn't go sober uh-huh. like do you become addicted to that right yeah i don't know i i i know that the the day after is always fun so like the morning after mm-hmm. i have usually uh, like fresh new thoughts so really? I don't know if I could replicate that if I was if I didn't drink at all. Yeah. You know, I wonder if I would get the highs, I would get the lows, I would get all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. And then my my mood is a lot better. 
when I when I've done that. Yeah. When I've when I when I've drank pretty much the whole night, and it's like a clean slate. That's interesting. For the for week. me, it's more of a. I've I've said this before. Like, I don't know if I would be as. Uh, if I would have enough material like to do comedy, mm-hmm. uh, not that I wouldn't have enough, but I feel like um, those experiences that I've had, whether it be terrible or embarrassing or, you know, positive as well. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like that has helped me so much with my writing material is I'm a big storyteller. So if I yeah. don't have any like, you know, crazy ass experiences, then then my wh- where are my stories? Right, you know? right, right. I don't know. I mean, maybe you could pull up and you know and do something that you're not really that good at, and just try to get really good at that, and you probably would get some stories out of that. You know, like a, a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah that word. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, pick up darts or something. I don't know. You know what? You're right. Yeah. I'm gonna just pick up darts, and yeah. I'm gonna have so many fucking stories about. I would darts. say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of those guys, they're 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 just drunks. Yeah, that that play that are really good at darts, and they almost they drink while they do the tournaments. Oh yeah, of course. It's like because yeah. I mean it's the same thing with comedy. It's very like uh, intertwined, you know, mm-hmm. like um, or smoking, smoking cigarettes. You know, that's uh, it's a very social thing, and that d- it just goes hand in hand. So same with darts, if you know. Yeah, what is with that? Y- when you drink a lot, and you look at cigarettes, they're almost like candy for some reason. But it, they're the worst things for you. Oh, it's yeah. just like you're always reaching for that. For there's some... no high. There's no. It's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of. If you take a long, like month off. Yeah. And don't smoke at all, and then you have. You mean like a head buzz? Yeah. Oh yeah. For like, for at yeah, least like but... two minutes. Right. Something like that. But no one smokes cigarettes for the high. Right. I don't think. More. But... Yeah. And it's hard to get away from, it, especially when you're at comedy clubs, because everyone's usually out there. Yeah. Same with AA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I went to AA, like, I smoked more when I went to AA than I ever have in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, what, <laughs> what is with that? You know, you can, uh, don't don't consume any alcohol at all. No drugs, none of that. But uh, coffee and cigarettes? Yeah, but you have to have, have a as voice. many as you want. Yeah. You have to have a voice. Yeah, that's true, that's true. I was watching a video the other day of, uh, uh, of um, prisoners, and when they go through uh, um, uh, drug rehab and AA and all that stuff, they will uh, give them an electronic cigarette, one that they can't really um, tear apart, one that they one that they can't break and and turn into anything. And they say that that really did help them. And they tried to do uh, the reverse and and not give them anything, like no coffee, nothing. And they said that's really really tough to get a, through rehab an with e-cig nothing. Would be, are you saying? What's that? An e-cig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's only so. Uh, it's only been out for so long. Yeah. So what did they do before? They wouldn't give them anything, and they said that was ridiculously hard. And so it's ten times easier when you have something. Yeah. 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 And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's also yeah. It's like that. Uh. What What is it? Um. When you. What is it called? When you have like a, a hand or a, a, a oral fi- fi- oral yeah, fixation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, who is that? Uh, that that um, is I think he's a psychologist, Freud. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that said something about that. That if you were, if if you were uh, on your pacifier for too long when you were a kid, then mm-hmm. uh, later in your life you will develop an oral fixation. Yeah. 
I don't know. He said some kind of wacky stuff. I don't know if I agree with a lot of this. Yeah. Everyone wants to fuck their mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I kind of, I that one, I I do agree with for you sure. Do want to fuck your mom? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't. Not at all. Not interested. But a lot of the things that I look for in women are also in. Sure. My mom has. Sure. Yeah. So I, the first person you loved, the first person that ever hugged, held you, first person that fed you, talked to you, anything. See, I'm so, too much like my dad to want to find anything that is uh you know the same qualities as my dad <clears throat> it would be way too much way too much uh bipolar disorder yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you look for a guy you look for the opposite uh i don't really yeah uh, well it's more of uh someone to have that that like yin and yang yeah yeah because i'm pretty intense so i need someone uh to kind of to bounce you out and yeah, bring you down yeah, yeah sure yeah it's not always the case, and and those <coughs> usually ended very terribly, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I have like a specific type. No. No, I don't know. I love pale, tattoos, and I just meant personality-wise. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not really sure. Funny. Yeah. I have to have, to have funny. Um, mostly just because I'll feel like an idiot if they don't have, you know, a sense of humor. Right. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I would say, yeah, funny is, is the one. And then, um, confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that would be a, it's a tricky one though, because you're a comic. So any lay guy is just, it's going to be kind of different and they're not going to think kind of the same way. They're not going to be as deceiving as, um, as, uh, kind of looking for the joke almost um yeah so well, it's, that's a, it's I mean. a hard like, i'll feel like an idiot if i'm not with someone with a sense of humor because right right that's just who i am as a person everything uh-huh. is funny so yeah th- my neighbor i, I caught the, the the two couple and they're they're older and to get to the type of relationship that they're at would be really strange the guy was reading a paper and the and the woman was doing crossword puzzle they mm-hmm. didn't say a word that's beautiful. At all. That's beautiful. That's is that's it, is that like the 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 final stage? Is that I, no yeah. no no. I <laughs> a lot of uh, with friendships and relationships, it doesn't matter. I need one of the requirements is I want to be able to be silent with someone without uh, like I want to be able to, to not talk mm-hmm. and not have it be like that. One minute feels like an hour sort of feeling awkwardness. You right, know, right. like I need to be able to just stare at a wall with someone. Yeah, it's the it's the effect of uh, going on a trip. Like, let's say we went to Florida, mm-hmm. and that is pretty much the way that you know someone and know uh, how to, that you can get along with them for long periods of yeah, time. Yeah, or you could live with someone. Or that, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like that's how you know that you can live with. Oh, someone right, is, right. Is yeah. by going, you know, on a trip together or whatever. Right, because there's that two hours where you're talking and it's all going great, and then every story has been said right every <laughs> everything that you could ever talk about it just goes dead and you're right. like oh shit and now that, like uh what else yeah <laughs> yeah you can't uncover any like anything else it's it's yeah it's a different thing but for me i, I always look at it i just have a zone because i'm i drive so often yeah that i just i can go for 200 miles without stopping i mean right just for i can go forever my stamina when with driving and i and i remember when it wasn't like that yeah. You know, when I first started doing it and I would I would drive for like four hours and it was a long time. 
Yeah, I I really enjoy that. I feel like I could be a trucker. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to drive the fucking truck, but <laughs> but like being able. To Everyone says that, but it's like you've never seen me drive though. They're they're, they're meant for for people. I mean, if you have hands and you're you're not short, really short. No. I'm a tall gal. Yeah, so you would be fine. Everyone's like so intimidated by it, no, but it's one of the like, easiest things in the world to like. Drive, I can't to do. even parallel park. You oh, know. Yeah. So I just meant driving skills wise. Got you. Uh, I'm well, a woman. Well, well, so. <laughs> you're in luck because when you take the final test, they give you 13 chances to pass. Damn. So if you can't get it in 13. Sorry, but it's probably not your trade. Right. right. <laughs> no, but yeah, so I, uh, I'm i a good road tripper. Like I, I actually, I love, there's nothing, like my favorite part, my parents have a cabin up north. Um, do you know where, uh, it's kind of like west of uh, Grayling and, and Gaylord. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, it's this little teeny town and it's literally has... A bar, yeah, which is also a restaurant. Uh, it has a gas station, which is also a store. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's called Lovells. Okay. L o v e l l s. Got you. And uh, my favorite part about going up north is the drive there and the drive back. Like, okay. I get the most. It's just. I'm at peace. Yeah. I am in my own head. I can listen to music. I can listen to podcasts. Uh, when I don't have service, I uh-huh. listen to old CDs. Like yeah. it's just, I just love it. Yeah. So I feel like I could be like a, tr- or you know, someone that that can you know drive for. I'm gonna get hours. all philosophical on you, but uh, yeah, if you ask the the highway a question, the the highway will return the answer. Yeah. It w- with long enough time. Yeah. You know, and you just you kind of, yeah, you can think about pretty much anything out on the road. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll have something that's really bothering me or on my mind. I'll put on instrumental music, calming music, and I'll so just. You're a psycho. I'll think about that. <laughs> and I'll see what. Ang- yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. No, I don't know why, but every time I think of uh, the town that you're talking about that doesn't have much. Yeah. And there's maybe 500 people that live there. That's not not even not even not okay. even close. Yeah, yeah. I, I always think that that those towns uh, is is perfect for forensic files, and 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 a, a murderer that that just comes out of this little town, and for some reason he just wants to kill his mom. I don't know why, but it's just <laughs> every time I go through those, I I turn on an episode of Forensic Files, and it's just that guy's voice and the I don't know the whole thing. Yeah. Well. I feel like it's like not, the scenery matches not Florida. Florida. So yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, I mean, you it'd be a lot easier than in the city. You know, there's a lot more uh, uh, empty spaces mm-hmm. that you could you know bury a body or yeah. not hear screams. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That quiet when it's when it's fresh snow and you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Because I my grandparents live in Gaylord, so oh, okay. When you're when you're out there and you can just you can hear literally nothing. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean it's just like you and wilderness. And right. It's just there. Yeah, I love it. Like a my, lot of people can't do it, but I love it. Yeah, it's fun stuff. And then going to the lake. I don't know if there's a lake by by it's that city. A, there, it's not much of a. There's a little tiny lake. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually called Lovell's Lake or something. But, okay. But uh, it's on the Asable River is where uh my parents cabin is okay and uh, personally i think that there 
maybe it's just because it's you know nostalgic for me but I think there's nothing more calming than a river like just the sound and the pace that it's going right and the fact that it's going you know and not just stagnant I don't know there's yeah yeah there's that sound there's the there's the uh the atmosphere yeah I I would say if if I get older and I I retire I'm gonna go up up north and same I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a real thick cardigan and I'm gonna drink uh, whiskey out of a little little jar. Even and during the summer, you're gonna wear the cardigan. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you talking about your chest hair? What's that? Are you talking about your chest hair? Right I now? could be. You yeah. know, it's pretty thick. You're pretty hairy. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm a, I'm a hairy animal. I really am. Yeah. I think I hurt my mom when uh, when, oh, I, when, when I was born. Yeah. Give her a little rash. No, I'm serious. Bro I I, I was I was born with hair, like Bro a lot hair. of hair. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, so the writer, yeah, I think that, that I romanticize about that more than anything is to just go up north with n- almost no one in the city and, yeah, uh, drinking a little bit of whiskey mm-hmm. and just writing um, constantly. So I think we both have the same uh, kind of uh, future planned. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. But my, <laughs> so this is not to get like super dark, but. Um, how I would kill myself if I was going to <laughs> would be, this has been my dream for a while, um, would be to load up my car with as much booze as I possibly can, uh-huh. um, go up north until I can't, you know, I, not necessarily the UP, but just, you know, in, in probably my parents' cabin, but that'd be rude. I don't want them to find me like that. Um, but, you know, a cabin and uh, just drink myself to death. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds just so I think great. I think it would be a lot harder than you might think. I know. Yeah. Cause, Everyone cause that, always has to give me that negative fucking feedback. Well, well <laughs> I just want... It's my dream! I, I want it to happen, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not to burst your bubble, but yeah, I think you would probably choke on your own vomit, and that's probably how you would go. Okay, I don't care. You, you uh, Pure alcoholism without throwing up is very difficult. It Well, yeah. You usually, have to drink fast. It's usually when you're trying to be sober is when, is when you know, if you're like a insane alcoholic, uh, when you... Like you have to be hospitalized to to you know get sober. A lot of people, that's when they die. Is when you know because your body like goes into shock. You can't right. Handle it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The absence of it. Right. That's why they always uh, talk about the hair of the dog. At, yeah. After the night is yeah. to wean yourself off of it. Right. Yeah. That's how John Bottom died. He had, uh, yeah, it was pure alcoholism. It wasn't that he threw up and he choked. It wasn't that he fell or anything. It was pure just drinking a lot. Damn. Yeah, at one time. Yeah, yeah. I think he had three quarters of a fifth, maybe a full fifth, uh, in in an hour. Never bottomed out. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah good one. Good See, one. if he can do it, I can do it. Don't ruin my dreams. Hey, you can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. I, I believe in you. Yeah. You know, and there's guys out there that are tempting it too. You ever see uh, Shoe Nice? No. Okay, he's a he he was a, a popular, really famous YouTuber before. Um, not as much now because it's just getting old. Uh-huh. But yeah, any bottle that he gets sent to him, he will drink the entire thing at once. At once, yeah, in like two minutes. Yeah, so that's not. He's really, really good fun. at swallowing. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't seem like very much fun. Like I like the process. Again, I am kind of in love with alcohol, so I don't uh-huh. want to just like you know get rid of it that fast you got to savor it right right yeah it's yeah. like the like eating contest or something like 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think that there's a really a drug out there that's that's like that. That that uh, it's kind of like pancakes when you have one and then you stack one, and then you stack one, and then you stack one, and then before you know it, you got a full plate. You know what I mean? Like it 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 um builds on its on itself. Your analogies yeah. are cracking me. Yeah. Up. <laughs> well, you see, there's a pancake, and uh, <laughs> where the fuck did that just come? Well, from? I mean, weed. You take a little bit too much, and you're all of a sudden you're just stoned. You're just that's it. There's no um, gradual effect to it. I'm not you a know? big pancake gal, so maybe that's no? why you lost me. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like uh, I like IHOP. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I'm more of a savory yeah. than a sweet. I'm trying to think of the place that I was just at that had delicious pancakes. It's in Gross Point. The Rusty Fork, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Or the Twisted, twisted Fork. Uh, I've heard of that place, I think. Yeah. They're red velvet pancakes delicious yeah wow yeah, i mean that does sound fucking delicious i will say and it was kind of like a cream cheese like uh like mixed with butter yeah put no, on that's, top. that's i could get down with that good stuff. i could totally get down with that good stuff yeah um but i forget what, what <laughs> we were saying yeah. yeah what were we saying oh before? you were giving that shitty analogy with the pancakes yeah i don't think that there's there's anything yeah there's not there's not much out there <laughs> yeah. a lot a lot of stuff just hits you all at once yeah. You're like, bam. Right. And yeah. It, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's kind of like the difference of like smoking a joint or a bowl than to like doing that crazy fucking thing that kids these days do, like the dabs. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I've done that a couple times and I'm just like, why does anybody ever want to be this high? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. going to puke. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And now they have stuff and it's and it's white. And white. it's. Yeah, it, it and it's dab. It's uh, it's it's that form, the oil or something. The oil, hash oil. I don't. Yeah, not hash oil. I don't know. They've got it so that it looks like crack. Ninety-eight point <laughs> nine percent THC. So a lot of them are like forty percent, fifty percent, something like that. This one is ninety-eight percent THC. I would never. I mean, I might just for Whoa. the experience. Oh, that's that's so pure. It's like yeah. that's a whole nother ball game. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I already get, like, every once in a while. Like, I, I, I do enjoy smoking, but yeah. um, every once in a while I'll get too high and get anxiety or just too much in my head or, you know, paranoid or whatever. So I cannot fucking imagine. Yeah, I took a brownie one time, and that was – or, no, a cookie. It was a cookie. And so, you know the little hairs that are on weed? Yeah. Like the clear? Mm -hmm. So those are pretty potent if you can collect those. But – um very tedious yeah it, it is it's a it's a process so the guy that i that i got it from he would take the hairs and then make edibles out of it so that was like super potent and uh, a lot of pot i feel like what's that i feel like that would take a lot of pot yeah oh yeah no no he was a grower oh, so he had yeah. tons of plant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, plants in, yeah. his, in his uh basement right but um yeah i did the classic thing i took half and waited like an hour didn't do anything then i took uh, the next half and yeah. i was like oh god this what is a I bad done? mistake yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep i just jumped off the cliff <laughs> yeah yep. again it's no weird parachute how... <laughs> just jumped right off gone no safety net. <laughs> yep. um yeah it's weird how again like how people's brains process things differently because for me i've i mean i'm sure if i took those edibles i would be fucked but yeah but uh edibles don't really do it for me like no. i it's it's a body buzz sure yeah. But I've never really, I've never taken <coughs> one and then just, you know, wow. was out of my brain. Yeah. 
yeah there, there's like a percentage of the uh, of the uh of the population that uh, that doesn't really do anything for them for some weird reason yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean i get high but it's more of i don't know i mean it's 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 very light comparatively like i definitely get a lot higher if i'm if i'm actually smoking right right mm-hmm. yeah, get the good old vaporizer stuff yeah that yeah. that shit uh it fucks me up because i never really know like i can't feel the smoke going into my lungs so i'm just like this isn't gonna work so then i take like you know 10 fucking hits of it and then i'm like gone right out of my mind right right <laughs> it does it does turn on the sex drive for sure really weed yeah for me not for me really yeah not at all mm-hmm. wow i mean if i'm horny i'm horny yeah but it's not like i just smoked a joint and i want to bang yeah you know i'm no, more like no. i just want to eat a lot <laughs> right right sleep and be lazy right yeah all, all the traditional yeah, yeah. all the all, yeah. the all the normal symptoms yeah no no working out after after you you Hell smoke no yeah yeah some people crazy people do that and there's and you're like smoking it so your lungs hurt like i just i've never understood people who can and i know a lot of people who who would will smoke and then go to the gym and it like pumps them up yeah like, no. there, there was a uh, jujitsu tournament um a couple months back and they would smoke a lot before they would go into the tournament and it was basically who could who could stand the longest and and actually win the tournament and be insanely stoned and do an exercise it just i mean yeah it, it would work but geez i feel like someone would pass out yeah i'm not a know? very functional pothead like i do smoke probably daily but it's it's after i have nothing to do like it i, I cannot do stand up high i've tried a couple times i don't know how people do it yeah the uh, doug benson's it's like how do you yeah it I doesn't no, even make I mean, sense okay so if we were smoking right now i'd probably be fine but yeah. if i'm if i'm under any sort of pressure I cannot be high at uh-huh. all. No, nope. Uh, my brain just goes blank, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Right, and right. Timing's off. Yeah, and, and then I'm, like, embarrassed and think everybody hates me, and, yeah, all of my, like, anxieties just are heightened. Right, right. That would make sense. Yeah, so I, I like to I like to smoke and then, you know, just eat or go to sleep or... But you do like to have a couple drinks before you go on stage. Yes. No? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird that the people that are extreme, you know, like Doug Benson, he'll just get insanely stoned and go up on stage. Um, uh, Doug Stanhope, he will get insanely drunk and go up on stage, and and both of them seemingly kill. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean they're they're really good comics, and it's like how do you go that far that deep into it and you can still right? Perform? And it's one thing if it's like uh, uh, like for me, I've I've done a pretty I've been pretty wasted and done a couple sets and i have killed yeah i have but it's not every time and it's not like my routine like with doug benson it's like every time you right, know right it's not like my i try anyway to not have that be right yeah d- uh uh who is it um bill burr was talking about that the other day uh, that he was in ireland and he he was really drunk he's like well kind of in the place where drunks are i mean yeah. this is this is yeah pretty much the birthplace of right of alcohol and yeah um he's like i kind of had to and i don't blame him you know yeah but then i would be nervous that like i mean i it'd be like well i feel like a rookie and this is all they do so they're much more experienced right uh, right that that That, that was the age-old thing in boston back in the day that that, didn't waste it and then oh yeah really oh yeah oh yeah definitely so that i feel maybe i should move to boston (laughs) 
There you go. You feel you feel right at home, right? Yeah. yeah. No, now it's kind of it's not as as uh, shit talking as it as it used to be. Yeah. It uh, it's kind of more nuance. Okay. In a way, yeah. Because before you would just get up on stage, smoke a cigarette, have a beer, and just like you know do crowd work the yeah, whole time. Yeah, heckled. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. But uh, I think we're running running low on time here. Um, don't want to have it too long, you know. People probably would get disinterested in what we're talking about but you it's said so interesting <laughs> you said you said well i think uh 15 minutes ago we last our our we lost our last our last last listener ah uh, uh. yeah that happened about 15 minutes ago okay yeah so now we're just talking to each other yeah. with no one listening yeah it's fun i didn't know anyone was but yeah probably not sweet yeah <laughs> Uh, I go through all the trouble of, uh, of booking people and then getting people here and then putting it up on my website and then to find out that no one listens to it, it's like, God damn it. Well, do it Sucks. for you. Do it for you. I do. I do. You Keep should. my chin up. Yeah. Thick skin. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Do it for you, not anybody else. <laughs> You'll get more enjoyment out of it. Oh, it's fun. This is fun. This is this is one of my dreams. Yeah. Same. It, it really same. is. I love doing radio. Like if I if I could have my own show. On SiriusXM or something that I could see that a dream come true. I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do a podcast before I wanted to do comedy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You were talking about one before we mm-hmm. uh, started this, yeah. and what's the idea? Um, so it's going to be called uh, "The Sexual Endeavors of My Vagina and Associates," and it's not all of my associates, <laughs> as in like my partners. It's uh, my friends and and my stories, basically of uh like your your uh, worst sexual experiences most embarrassing sexual experiences i think that um there is something so brutally honest about you know sharing that and uh, making funny out of it instead of uh the you know obvious embarrassment and uh yeah i i'm really excited yeah it should be pretty interesting and also a lot of people don't like to do my show because they don't know what the structure is, what the subject is, is going to be. And I yeah. kind of just say, hey, just come here and have a story or something. With yours, you have a direct thing that yes. you're trying to accomplish. So people can grab that and say, oh, I know what to talk about. I know what I'm going to do here. So they right. can plan for it. Yeah. So, yeah, people that are, you know, that are guests on podcasts, they like that structure. Right. Where it's, okay, I'll do this on this show. I'll do that on this show. Right. And so, yeah, I think that'll definitely work. Kind of have and, a plan of it before... Yeah, and and I think too, uh, it, I'm gonna kind of play off of it, and then you know, uh, I'm gonna have some questions, some uncomfortable mm-hmm. questions that I'm gonna be asking, and right, right, uh, and then share my stories. Right, like there's this one, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he just talks about all the shitty jobs that you've had. Yeah, yeah, great subject. I right. mean, endless kind of. You know, you can you have can, a podcast about anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you kind of can, and everyone has one. You know. Yeah. Nowadays, yep. it's like, geez, I'm gonna join, join right the in. barista at Starbucks has one. It's like, okay, that's kind of <laughs> weird, but all right. Um, so I think we did a lot here. Sweet. We well, accomplished some some things. Thanks for having me. Yes, and that has been my show. I am Simple Joe, and that was Lindsay. Rendell. Rendell. Mm-hmm. And you can, the olive, what is what is the Instagram? Uh, it's that, olive oil. Uh, oh, uh, it, it's O Y L, but I don't know how many underscores are in it, so I okay. apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so just search her name on there, and if you're in the Metro Detroit area, check her out, and she'll be doing a show. Uh, when when's the next show? Uh, there is Tuesday. 
Tuesday I'm doing a show. Uh, I you know I don't have my planner in front of me. Okay. Um, but is there a normal spot that you're? Yeah, that Tuesday. You're at? Uh, Tuesdays at uh, Trixie's. Monday at uh, you know for Prankus, but Monday is. You know, obviously not going. It's Christmas Eve, so right? I don't think yeah, not it. gonna happen. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, that's it. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and thanks for listening to the whole thing because uh, this is the end of the show. And uh, yep, that's it. See ya. Bye. All right. Uh. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening all this time. And tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about my show. Lindsay was a good guest, our very first female guest, and she had quite a lot to say. She was pretty much an open book, and which makes my job easier, makes your job as a listener easier, and makes everyone happy. So, thank you for being you. And our song of the week, or song of the podcast, we have a lot of podcasts going this week, busy week, because I've been off, so it's uh, Frankenmuth's own Greta Von Fleet, Black Smoke Rising, so thanks guys, see ya.